The following podcast contains uncensored coarse language. Listeners are advised that some of the following content may not be appropriate for those under 15 years of age. Yeah, you. Yeah, you're fine. We've started. Although you're doing the wrong theme tune because it's a Christmas episode. Cinema Ketchup Club Please don't put this on the podcast Please leave it in This week's episode, and this week it's Christmas. Yep, it's very, very exciting, uh, and we're all in a festive spirit, despite the fact we're actually recording this in November. Don't tell them. Oh, sorry, it's a Christmas miracle. Okay, yeah, sorry, yeah, no, it's you a. You kept it's... me in the basement all year. <laughs> You told me it was Christmas. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Tegan. Uh, but yes, uh, we're recording this one a little bit early because uh, somebody is overseas during the Christmas period. Oh, is it me? Is it me? Uh, it could be, oh. but I know for definite that it is me. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Um, so, but yeah. Can we, we come? Sure. Yay! Yay! If, if, you, if you can buy flights, you're, you're oh. welcome to, to join me. Over you're in... the doctor. Yeah, I don't mean I'm made of money. Doctors don't get a lot of money immediately. <sighs> I know. I this, this is not what the films and television have led me to believe. No, it really... Me too. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, it's Christmas. Hooray! Uh, and yeah. to celebrate, we have decided to watch, uh, ooh, just a real Christmas classic. Uh, you may remember some months ago, we had a special tribute episode for the late, great Olivia Newton-John. And on that episode, a certain Shane Adamsack uh, referenced another film from her canon. Um, you mentioned it quite a few times, Shane. I uh, really did. I'm sorry. This is all my fault, guys. <laughs> it is all your fault. What, what film was it, Shane? We are watching the Christmas seminal cinematic masterpiece made for television, A Mum for Christmas. That's right. Uh, the, from the 1990s, A Mum for Christmas. Uh, as far as I'm aware, never screened in a cinema. Still the case, because we're watching it on a television at home. Yep. But uh, yeah, we figured, you know what? Off YouTube. Yes. Uh, well, don't tell them that, because otherwise Mr. YouTube will find out and take it's it It's on YouTube. I don't want to watch it. If I say it, it's YouTube. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to take it down now, Tegan. Like, oh. we're still going to have to watch it. I'm, I'm saving everyone. <laughs> yes. I haven't even been you introduced know, this yet. Could be, this could be the Christmas movie that scrooges you, and you come out the other side filled with joy and hope. This seminal classic. Seminal cinematic Cinematic classic. Classic. Seminal. Made for television. Made for television, yes. And joining myself and Is it Shane. seminal because Olivia's hot in it? How dare you? Yeah. This is the most beautiful, innocent movie. <laughs> and we are still in mourning, thank you very much. Yeah. I'm still wearing my Xanadu armband. It's 5pm. It is 5pm. Uh, and joining us uh, as, as uh, our, our loose unit who hasn't seen this episode, <laughs> it is Tegan Mulvaney. Hello. Tegan, you've not seen A Mum for Christmas. No, shocker. I know. Uh, I also haven't seen it. Uh, what are you expecting from this? Um, maybe that it's a bit like Mannequin. 
That's what I'm thinking. Mm. That or like the one that movie I kept thinking it might be was My Stepmother is an Alien. Do you remember that film with yeah. Kim Bassinger? Yeah. So feel when was Basinger. this made? Basinger. Basinger. This was She's 90... very insistent that it's Basinger. It's Basinger. I think mm. this was ninety three. Yeah, so that's a that checks out yeah. around so that this time. This is nineteen ninety. Those... Oh, is it nineteen ninety? This movie, yeah. Oh. Sorry. Yes. Okay. So this is yeah, this is around that time when when those films were being like late eighties, early nineties. Mm. I'm guessing it's like that. Might not be. Yeah, an age where like a lot of screenwriters who grew up Is Andrew up... McCarthy in it? I don't think so. Oh. All I remember is Olivia Newton John being in it. Okay. And this is because I can we talk about what the, the premise? Yeah, is? Absolutely. so the premise of this movie is that a in little a vague, girl, non spoilery way. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. So, so I mean, this is like in the the trailer. A little girl makes a wish on a mannequin that looks suspiciously like Olivia Newton John that she would have a mum for Christmas, and then Olivia Newton John is her mum for Christmas. I honestly don't remember the ending. When I watched this, it must have been when it came out in 1990. So I would have been seven. I feel like I was home. I was in my childhood house. That's how long ago it was. I feel like I was like home from school mm. and this is a movie that was on like the midday movie. So this must be somewhere in my psyche to know that it's like Mannequin, mm. the Kim Cattrall movie mm. where Kim Cattrall is a mannequin that comes to life. Yeah. I would like to think that all Mannequin movies came from this movie. Probably. Yeah. No, Mannequin was so earlier. Yeah, Mannequin, so this is mannequin a predates rip off this of... by three years. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't know when it was written. <laughs> you know, things get written before they get made. That's true. That's I'm just true. saying that this is... Look, I have very, very vague memories of this. And the only reason this movie ever stuck in my brain is because I used to do a stand-up routine where I would reference a bunch of weird Mannequin stuff. Do it. And mm. alluding to the fact that, like, my stand-up character was, like, obsessed with Mannequins. Mm. And it all culminated with me wanting Olivia and John to be my mum for Christmas. Mm. Um, it's okay. It was just made up bit. Um, <laughs> Not though. But, you know, yeah, the movie... Your mum's great. Was, yeah, my mum is great. Your mum basically is Olivia and Eaton John, but a tiny... Well, she's tiny too. Your mum is. <gasps> is your mum? I hope not, because Olivia Newton-John is dead. No, she's not. She's Mrs. Adams at. Yeah, oh. she just went into hiding. It's she a was... weird mm. choice. <laughs> a weird choice, but yeah. I'm glad that we cracked that mystery before the year is out. Uh, with all that being said, and there was a lot of that being said, mm. uh, shall we watch A Mom for Christmas? Are we already at that point? Have we? Mm? Are we already at that point? Have we crapped on so much? That we're already at the point where we go watch the movie. Yeah, basically. Great. I mean, normally this bit's and you know what? It's it's Christmas. I'm willing to go longer if you want. No. You, you, do you, do you, I, I don't want to wait. Watch it. I don't want to wait any longer. <laughs> okay. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. Okay. Tegan, I think you need to go on with a more positive attitude to this movie, or you're not going to have a good time. <laughs> I'm really excited. Let's do it. Okay. I want a mum for Christmas. Well, let's let's all join hands then. Uh, pop in those DVDs, load up those streaming services, and wish we were watching Mannequin as we watch <laughs> a mum for Christmas. Yay! How, how dare you? <laughs> everybody we have just finished watching a mom for christmas and i'm joined once again by my special guests ken adamzak merry christmas one and all and ding dong merrily on high it's tegan mulvaney oh hi hi i didn't fizz no. Such a <laughs> no maybe if that was so was that movie ah so 
Tegan. Uh, Agree to disagree. Having failed to open that Coke bottle with enough fizz on air, uh, what did you think about A Mom for Christmas? Um, what's to say? So much, so little. What a non-event. Who hurt film. you, Tegan? Olivia. <laughs> that film. George Miller, who's not the George Miller, mm. is a George Miller. Yeah, George T. Miller, director of uh, such films as The Man from Snowy River oh. and Neverending Story. Oh. Two. Ah, oh. <laughs> oh, there's there's the catch. <laughs> Here it is. But yes, uh, yeah, he's, he's had two films on the podcast this year, actually. So well out. done. Uh, it's not happening again, I don't think. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, look. Was there anything that you liked about this film? Because it's a made-for-TV Christmas film. That They're not yeah. usually very good. No, it's very much a made-for-TV 90s Christmas film. Mm. The one thing I loved was the one shot of Doris Roberts ascending. Mm, yes. <laughs> Doris ascending. Going to her witch's lair. Yeah. And we've got a Dutch tilt going on. Everything else was... It, like, it, I love bad films. Mm. This is a bad film, but it's not that so bad it's good. It's, it's just, just bad. bad. Just bad, it's bad. It's inoffensively bad. Inoffensively. Mm. Shane? Oh, I thought this movie was fine. <laughs> I, it's a it's a 90s made-for-TV Christmas movie. It's exactly what it says on the packet. Olivia does a... She's a good actor. Yeah. She's like, good, I, I, I think I, she's acting really well. Like, like, she does really well. There's some really cute little comedy things that she does and says... And there's yeah. some research into her character for no gain, mm. but it's there. Yeah, yeah. like I didn't go in with high expectations of this no. movie, knowing what it was, what it was supposed to be, the budget it was probably made for, and mm. the cast. Yeah. Um, I think if you're a kid in the 90s who was home from school one day, uh, and you were about seven, if you were orphaned, you would have got a real kick out of, out of that movie. I'm sure mm. Olivia and John probably doesn't even remember she made that movie. How much well, she's dead. So yeah, right now she definitely won't. Aww. Um, which... Bits of We're speaking film. of witches. Witches, yes. Now we'll, we'll get on to Doris Roberts. Foreshadowing. But which bits of this film do you actually did you actually remember? Because you we established beforehand that you'd last watched this as a child. Yeah, I'd forgotten most of it. I basically remembered the premise and then the bit with the uh, the chauffeur driving through the store. Oh, came, Wilkins. Came back to me. Yeah, and then I definitely had blocked out the part with the uh, the creepy elves. <laughs> yes. But then that, I did remember it. And I wish I hadn't remembered it. <laughs> yeah, so the story of A Mum for Christmas is the story of Mannequin. Uh, but yep. a lot more on the nose with the Christmas stuff. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a girl named Jess. Jess Slocum. Disappointingly no Mrs. Slocum-style jokes. Uh, about jokes. Yeah. My wood has gone wild or something like that. <laughs> no, nothing happened. Um, no purple rinse or anything. No. Uh, but yeah, young Jess Slocum is... Uh, not an orphan, as I initially thought, because she was just hanging out in that store, but just a very neglected semi-orphan. It's an emotional orphan. Yeah, because her her mother has passed on, and her father is in stocks. He's the late 80s trader. He's, like, got big glasses and a coat, and he just hands off his briefcase when he walks in. He's like, I'm too busy thinking about numbers to care I about gotta do my child. business. Yeah. I'll put you some stocks for your birthday, kid. Lol. Um, yeah, so she's having a horrible time, and... She gets bullied a bit in the store by a child that Shane looks suspiciously like a young Shane Adams act. That kid didn't have glasses and I never had a mullet. Other than that, yes, I can't argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she gets bullied. And then this friend, whose name... I, I forget the name of the friend. Um, Stacy Stay Sophie or something. Yeah, because she's just in that one scene. I thought that character... No, she's in two. She's, she? at the sco- she's at the school play as Oh, well. yes, that's right. Okay. Well, yeah. she was quite forgettable. She was there for... 
for story forwarding. Yeah. She's like, maybe we could use the wishing well. And she gets a wish from the wishing well, which I don't think is how that works, where they give you a wish back, at least in card form. Mm. Yeah, uh, they give you a present. It wasn't a wishing well, it was a present It was a present pit. bucket. Present, <laughs> present pit. All right, let's get a wish out of the present bucket. Merry Christmas, you fucks. Yeah, because Steffi Stacy Stosi didn't get a... <laughs> She didn't get a wish. Stockholm, I think that was. She got name. sunglasses. She had, she was getting sweaters with her mum. She, she got sunglasses from the sunglasses sump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, yes, Jess gets uh, a card for a wish, and she meets a witch played One by Doris Roberts. Wish. Um, and Doris Roberts is basically Doris Roberts in this. Yeah, She's with just... nice earrings. I liked. You could buy those earrings from Pigeonhole, I reckon. Yeah. Now. But she was she was fine in this. She disappears yeah. for a large chunk of the film, kind of. Needlessly, when she's needed, yeah, I would like go back to her if she's like they didn't even make out that she's like clumsy with her wishes and things mm. like like that would like that old trope sort of thing. Yeah, I needed more Doris. Clearly, she, she was expensive, either clumsy or vindictive. That's usually yeah. the thing with wishes, where it's like, "Well, be careful what you wish for," yeah. kind of thing. It mm. didn't feel like that. No, it just felt like, and uh, she must have been there because mm. she was working the holidays, right? She yeah. was presumably. They always talked about her still being there. I don't. But no know. one asked her for help unless there was like a full moon right in the middle of that period, and she had to go do some like Wiccan ritual stuff. Yeah, some like bad blood, yeah, oath kind of stuff. But she was well intentioned. She, she hated littering. That was her test. Nick the statue. That she saved from the garbage. Potentially. We, yeah. we never got a scene confirming if the witch was having sex with Santa Claus. I think he, she was. I mean, so this is the big thing about she this film. tickling his <laughs> jolly red nose. There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of mannequins and we establish that there's an entire mannequin subculture that is taking place in the shop, mostly at night. Mm-hmm. And there's just a lot of unanswered law questions. Which is all stuff you'd want to see in a film like this, and yeah. we don't see any of it. We see some ta- some uh, tiny bits and pieces. We know that the mannequins with faces, like Olivia Newton-John and Wilkins and that, are are disappearing and being replaced by these faceless granite, weeping mm. angel-looking yeah. um, statues. Um, As was our want in the 90s. But, but, but why? Like, it's not explained why the faceless statues are Because bad. of the fashion industry, Stephen. Because of society's expectations of what beauty is. Okay, okay. It just, it just seemed like there was a war going on. When she, and like when, when Doris's Roberts Philomena is just like, Oh, I save those I can, honey, but I can't save them all. I'm like, from what? <laughs> what is it? From the garbage truck. From the truck. garbage. Yeah, but that seems like a fairly I easy I love that she do. just... She's like, oh, well, I can't get you all. You're all sentient beings. You're all, you all have lives and feelings and emotions, mm. but I'll watch you get crushed. Yeah. But not old Nick Dick. Well, no, no, exactly. We presume there's a special relationship between her and think so. uh, Jolly St. Nick. But um, because there's not a lot of subtext to this film, we have no. to add our own. And that's fine. It's so part we of the fun. went dirty. We did go dirty. I didn't listeners, just for the record, I'm still pure and I like Christmas and I like mums for Christmas. I can see Christmas. you drew pictures of sand. That's a separate thing that I drew for a different podcast. Planing some planing gags um, So as it is uh, a mannequin is brought to life uh, and the mannequin's name is Amy Miller no relation to George T. Miller we don't believe. Uh, but Amy is played by Livy Newton-John and for some reason this mannequin has an Australian accent She's made in Australia. Do we, do, does this country produce a lot of mannequins? Probably. Uh, yeah, you know, sure. A, aside from the Carlton football team. Well, that clearly... Zing. You got him. You got him good. Clearly Wilkins was made in 
the UK. Yeah, because he... Because it's dude from Best in Show. Well, he spoke like me, was yeah. what I know. <laughs> oh, tip top, bibbly boop. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah. I was so sad that that... I'm so glad his career went better after this film. Yeah. He met Christopher Guest and... And everything, everything recovered. Yeah, yeah. Jim Piddock, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was fun. Um, uh, but yeah, this this mannequin of, of Olivia Newton-John comes to life. And then it's just a, a lot of nothing. Kind of like you said. There's just so a lot, much nothing. I wouldn't call them hijinks. Just kind of like mid-level jinx. There's, there's too many things. It's like, I yeah. just want to... We could just follow the mannequin plot. Or we could just follow the weird mum doing dumb stuff because she's only been alive for a little bit plot. Hmm. We Or... Like, there were so many bits and pieces that could be fun to follow. Or Mr. Morelli. We could Mr. Have, Morelli, we yeah. We could have had more of... Oh, sorry, sorry, Sergeant Morelli. We could have had more of him. You want more of the damn pigs? Poor man's <laughs> Al Narkin. <laughs> like, there was, there was all these little things. And, like, if you just followed that one thing, this would be fine. But now we've got this meandering, boring... There, there was no... Like, even when she stuffed everything up and burnt, the, burnt all the mum photo... Like, Literally burnt every memory of the old mum. To be fair, she didn't do it. The fire burnt it down. Well, the that fire she did, started. She, yeah, and put all these flammable things on the tree. Mm. That never went anywhere. The kid was like, "I hate you." And the next minute, they're at the they're at the play. I was like, "Ah, oh, well, okay." That's well, not she a did thing. wish her that she didn't make the wish, but then and she then regretted it. But then it was fine that she work. didn't unwish yeah. it. Like that would have been cool if she'd unwished it. And then Doris Roberts was like, "Well, you unwished it, so she's dead now. Mm. She's neither here nor there." You ungrateful little cow. And yeah, then she I would have to deal with that. Oh, imagine that. That'd be so cool. I don't think that would be a very fun Christmas movie for kids. No, it'd be a moral tale. <laughs> yeah, but then it would be an she existential crisis for As Christmas, the only mother in this room. Ah, uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Classic. <laughs> wow. Here we go. Every podcast, as a mother. Yeah. <laughs> Tegan, as a as mother. As a mother. If I started a fight club, this is how it would have gone. <laughs> we would have spoken about it. Cause it I would have got-, got that giant gorilla to the city safely <laughs> as a mother. <laughs> Sorry, Tegan. You were saying. No, I'm done. Oh, okay. I just wanted to say as a mother. <laughs> well. Uh, I would read those diaries. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, just, that's the interesting thing is I, I, I thought we, potentially we could have I, I thought Chip... That was huge. Yeah, I thought Chip was going to be a bigger part of it when, when yeah. she brought him in having read the diary. And then he just kind of leaves going, no, nah, my family's weird. Which makes yeah. me want to know what's going on with Chip's family and mannequins. Yeah. Or like, yeah. I really feel like there, there must have been something else with him at the end that they just cut from this movie. Yeah, potentially. But, um, but yeah, the diary thing was like a huge... And I thought a really actually kind of well-used element in mm. the script, weirdly, of creating conflict between these two totally. characters. But, she, but then it just they got over it. Like that's not how it goes. Tegan, you said while we were watching this that your mum, who is not a mannequin, um, that we know of, that we know of, uh, read your diary. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to talk w- about w- it? Was it a big betrayal? We or- all read each other's diaries. I took oh. my sister's diary to school oh and God. got my friends to write comments in it. Oh yeah. About her, in her favorite lipstick. I was seven. Was this was this a thing where you she were all like? She was mean. She'd given me a blood nose by that point and oh, knocked okay. my teeth out by that point as well. Okay. I love my sister. This wasn't like a you all wrote diaries knowing they were communally shared. No. Okay. She wrote in her diary. I found it and took it to school. So, so she had to hide it better. Mm. But yeah, mum read our diaries. That's what mums do. Just, I, I've never read Maisie's diary. Maisie didn't have a diary that I know of. She has a blog. Maisie, if you're listening to this, hide your diary. Yeah. Put it somewhere safe. No. In a combination lock. Yeah. We don't read diaries anymore. We read Snapchat messages. That's yeah. what we read now. They're, the kids are on the TikToks. We don't need diaries. Yeah. We're seeing what they're doing. Maisie, get a burner phone. 
with fake accounts. Leave that one out. Hide your real phone. Hide your phones. <laughs> Hide your wife. Hide your Snapchat. Shane, did you ever keep a diary as a kid? Uh, no, I don't think so. I had like journals and stuff. Like I still do like where I write ideas, but nothing that's like, dear diary today, I did this, this and this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What were in your childhood journals? I'm just curious. Um, just, just like I used to draw like lots of comics and. Imagine if Ghostbusters. Imagine if and Ghostbusters Batman. were my dad's. <laughs> and Optimus Prime was my car, but also my dad. <laughs> I wish I had a mum for Christmas. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, that that point of conflict was was actually like a like oh this is surprisingly good. For, yeah, and then this. didn't do anything with it. Yeah. And then we had to watch. Enchanted Weirdos bring Nick back to life. I mean, that was my favourite bit of the film. That was the bit where I was going... But we didn't need that. But it was if great. If we just had, the other, if we had that storyline followed through. Nah, it was, I actually, I, I, I've changed my mind. This was better. It was better <laughs> to have a bunch of creepy elf-like mannequins and like Victorian-era mannequins come to life because that just established... They all woke up and were like, ah... Oh, Another Santa's been hit by a Here car. Here we go again. Let's do the, the reanimation ritual. Rixum, Rexum, Prixum, Praxum, and there he is. Maybe it's foreshadowing. I just had a thought because mm. I'm making this film smarter than it is, but um, it's just a plot hole. It's not a thing. Mm. Um, but you know how we all thought that it was Doris Roberts who was bringing them alive. Yeah. But then um, Olivia Newton-John brings them alive. She so maybe them. Doris Roberts... Is a mannequin. Oh, and that's why she couldn't be there for a lot of the film because she had to. She had to be still. Yeah. Mm. I've I've solved it. You have solved it. Well, it's been what thirty-two years mm. since this movie came out. Are we due for the reboot? You guys can put in all your yeah. fixes and make the perfect film. Weren't we going to call it a better mum for Christmas? A more mum for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Two no. mums, one cup for Christmas. <laughs> Maybe no, nobody wants no. that for Christmas. <laughs> if you were to make cup of eggnog, uh, if mm. you were to make this film again right yeah. now, yeah, it's twenty twenty two. Make it a horror. But who would you cast as Olivia Newton John's role? Mm-hmm. Um, it would have to be the one and only mm-hmm. Margot Robbie. Yep, that's who I've said, and that's who I'm sticking with. Okay, she's too young. She'd, that be was about, the she'd be about the same age as Olivia the... Newton-John in this movie. No, she's in her 40s in this film. 1990, uh, she'd have to be in her 40s. Olivia Newton-John would no. have been 42 yeah. when this film came out. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. She was born in uh, 48. Wow. So it'd have yeah. to be someone older. Oh, everything's getting cast younger these days. Meryl Streep. Jane Lynch. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like Florence Pugh could do it. She may be a bit young, but give her a few years. Yeah, I, I could see, I could see her doing it. Yeah. What about Kate Hudson? She'd be a good age for this. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, she'd do it. Yeah, I'm changing she, my she's mind. Got Kate the nice... Hudson. Yeah, I okay. like that. Okay, Kate Hudson. Yeah. Who are we casting as just the worst dad in the film and the world? Because, because quite frankly, Tegan, there were times watching Colin this film. Farrell. Yeah. Okay. Fair. <laughs> I'm gonna say um, Matthew Perry. Current day Hugh Matthew Grant. Perry. Oh, current day Matthew Perry. Yeah, that's. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good shout. Brendan Fraser, add it to the Renaissance. Yeah. With with with. No, I want to see him cameo as Santa. Yeah. Oh yeah, as yeah. Nick. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, I have a giant dick. All right, so yeah. Jane Lynch can be Doris Roberts' role. She can be Philomena. Excellent. Okay, yeah. we, we've got it set. We're going to make it twenty. Well, what about the kid? We've got to cast the kid. Uh, the, the kid Finn that... Wolfhard. We'll yeah. change it around. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's way too old now. He's like a big gangly freak. Nah, he's playing kids forever. That's, that's it. I'll have yeah. to CGI him smaller. Nah, just get him to go on his knees. Just put shoes on his knees. He'll, he'll, be, he'll, he'll be all good. Yeah, that'll be fine. <laughs> Speaking of the dad... Speaking of uh, old Jim, yeah, uh, Slocum, you didn't love him, Tegan, did you? Uh, he was, it was, he was fine. It was just he was so underwritten, and there's just that part where you're like, again, maybe I gave this film too much credit, but you're realizing that this mannequin woman is a <laughs> has had no contact with someone except for like the gross dudes that have probably like touched her up in the shop. Mm. Oh, we saw young Shane. Yeah, we saw little Shane. Skirt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. <laughs> Just that when the, he's like, no, baby, like, I want to, I'm like, no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, when no. he grabbed her arm. Yeah, that was, cr- I hated that. Because yeah. it was, it was the wrong way round. She needed, she had no eagerness to her mm. and no kind of, yeah, it was To just, be fair, his wife died eight years ago and he's had no game. That's the he's, thing. He's been out of the game for too long. Even so. It like, was so predatory. It was gross. Yeah. Just it, the way they, did, and I, it's, I'm like, it's the way that this is, it's, it's meant to be feel good. And at one point we were he, probably like. Oh, it's not that lovely. He's so into her. It's like, now you watch it and you're like, Ooh. I feel like, yeah, had, had it literally just been flipped where she grabbed his arm. Yeah. That would have been really interesting because it would have been like, it would have been more interesting to see him open up to the possibility That's as it. opposed to him going, oh, finally, a fly has fallen into my web, yeah. which is what it felt like, yeah. which is just like, mm, no, I'm not happy. Not happy, no, Jim. Because she, is... And you know why? Because Olivia... Newton John was playing that character so beautifully mm. in the stain of a film that this is, mm. she was like the the clean patch <laughs> because she <laughs> was so sweet and performing really earnestly. So that's mm. why it was really triggering, I mm. think, because she was so sweet. Yeah. I just think it was a badly acted moment. I mean, that too. And badly shot. Yeah. Yeah, it was it wasn't a terribly well shot film. Literally the, the five one, seconds yeah. of her the back, back of her, her head, head. Oh, yeah. unfocused, but yeah. in, not in focus in the shot. Yeah, now that one shot of Doris Roberts aside, ascending to the witch lair. The only good thing that was that. The, the, oh, there was the, some nice like silhouette shots of them going down like the smoky alleyways and stuff. There were some nice shots in this movie. True. Yeah, okay. but all the practical shots, like all the shots, like even the potential comedy gold where she's got all the tags on her clothes. Yeah was shot so poorly that it all didn't run together. It was really stilted. I really didn't like when he stared at her legs after the top layer of no. stuff came down as well, where it was like, uh, okay, that's... Mm. Yeah. Like... Now yeah. you're quite happy for her to stay. Yeah. Because she bared her legs. Yeah. Even though, you know, she's... She had pants on. Yeah. She did. It was still... Like, but you, you, there was I think a... he was more in awe of the fact that she just got dacked and was like, meh. Whatever he was like, this girl's got gumption. That's really not how I read it. <laughs> I think he was thinking she's got something else. That's, that's... It's been eight years. She's yeah. got wooden. We yeah, it was it was weird. Yeah. It was it was odd. Um, other than that, a pretty all right film. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, I don't get why they made all these allusions to Mary Poppins only at the very beginning when she turns up. And at the end, she's dressed as Mary Poppins. Yeah, well, because that's what she wore when she. Oh yeah, I guess up. so. That yeah, was, that was yeah. That was, I was like, but it was you don't like need to be. Yeah, remember when we evoked Mary Poppins needlessly? I always think I think it's very risky for a film like this to evoke a classic film yeah. and go. Remember this better film you could be watching? 
Yeah, Mary Poppins and Mannequin. Yeah. Together in a film. Mm. Yeah. Just, I have to tell you guys something. Mm. Mannequin and Mary Poppins in a film was my Christmas wish. Oh, yeah? December 1989. Whoa. Yeah. So this is your fault. Mm-hmm. I'm that not is so- you in the film. I'm not sorry. Did you make this wish to a certain George T. Miller thinking it was... The 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 Mad you Max mean George Uncle Max George? George. Whoa, <laughs> shit till. Uh, okay. uh, would you guys like some trivia about a mom for Christmas? Sure would. There is some. <laughs> Ooh, on IMDb. Tell me more. There is. Yeah, uh, all of this trivia is. Sourced. Is it written by George T. Miller? Uh, some of it, probably. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, all of this uh, trivia comes from IMDb. So if it's not true, don't blame me. There's not a lot of it, and it's not all great, but there is some. Okay. And at this. And we need to keep this part going. Yeah. And also, it's Christmas time. I feel like we're in a real Cratchit family moment where we're all just sat around going, you know, let's be thankful for what we've got. God blesses everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Uh, first bit of trivia is that the film... Wait, is it which Bob Cratchit moment? The one where Tiny Tim dies? No, the one in the Christmas present. Oh, okay. Where Scrooge gets to see them all having a nice time. Okay, so not the future no. where he's dead. No, right now there is a Scrooge figure that we can't see watching right. over us doing this podcast. Uh, who is the Scrooge of our podcast? Um, Dean Lovett. <laughs> sure. Okay. Dean, Dean Lovett is there going. Uh, Luke Jago. Yeah. No, we'll, yeah, we'll, go, we'll go with Dean. Dean, Dean, yeah. Dean yeah. Dean's there going like, well, I need to learn to love podcast Christmas. And then he comes forward to a year and it's just you, Tegan and me sitting here sadly looking over at Shane's. Why do I have to be the one that died? <laughs> because you pulled the dress up of the mannequin on the film. Yeah. Bullshit. It's just Shane's little glasses hanging off the chair. Aww. And we're going... Oh, he would have loved this Christmas. Yeah, why don't we bury him with his glasses? Now he's <laughs> blind people, forever no, in heaven. To be fair, Good one. because people like, maybe it's because they like you more than me. Because yeah. you want the nice yeah, one no one to cares die. If, no one cares if Mrs. Cratchit dies. No. It's, I think it's, he would have. <laughs> you're, Shane, you're the tiny Tim of this podcast. Fine, I'll be dead. At least you get to be Robin the Frog. That's great. Yeah, yeah. okay. And Dean will be on his knees sobbing going, Not tiny Shane! Not <laughs> tiny Shane! <laughs> All right, if it's help, if it helps turn Dean around. <laughs> uh, I just really hope the nickname Tiny Shane sticks now as well. Yeah, okay. me too. <laughs> I love coming on this show. Yeah. Do you like being on it though? Yeah. Hey, oh. The first bit of trivia. <laughs> the film crew was mostly Australian with uh, obviously Olivia Newton-John and George D. Miller and I guess, you know, some people holding the camera and whatever. Uh, this was obviously delightful for uh, Olivia. Um, both Vegemite, uh, which they helpfully put in brackets, a popular Australian spread. Oh, thank you. Uh, as well as newspapers from the country were frequently available on set. Ah, oh, and a koala. And a koala, yep. Cool. But yeah, uh, we saw the Vegemite on the, on the breakfast table while they were doing the chicken noodles. For breakfast. For breakfast, yeah. We did. Didn't see anyone. Because mannequins don't know what they're doing. Yeah. That's a joke. Uh, in response to high ratings for this, because it did have high ratings, a TV series was proposed, but never greenlit. Oh, so, some wishes don't come true. Um, Olivia Newton-John uh, apparently did her crying scene in one take. Oh, that's, that's a good scene. Yeah, it was a good scene. And I was mm. watching out for it. But yeah, apparently they were like, yep, we don't need a backup. That's going in the can. So... Well, well done that it didn't get damaged or something. Yeah. yeah. Well so, done, Olivia. Yeah, always a risk. Um, and finally, the part of Jim Slocum was offered to two actors uh, who turned it down. One was Michael Beck. Who's that? He's from the band Beck. 
I, I don't. That is not true. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, it's, Eyes in the Warriors. It's the, uh, yeah. Um, Michael Beck it's is... Xanadu. Yeah, is the lead from Xanadu. Oh. Yeah. So you remember him with a lot of attitude? Of course I remember him. So it could have been a Xanadu re- re- remix. Yeah. The other actor who was offered a part and turned it down, just a little guy named John Travolta. What? Yeah. Apparently the people casting this film were like, Olivia Newton-John can only be with two actors and make it look somewhat convincing. Michael Beck and John Travolta, but they both turned it down. Yeah. That movie would have been a lot better if John Travolta was in that role, mm. I think. He could have made that. He could have done it. And their chemistry would have been quite nice because they... Mm. Hey, because well, they go together like wabba la la ba 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 Hey, Jess, I got you some stocks, kid. Hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, whoa, She's don't go American, nowhere. don't make me laugh. Let's, <laughs> let's go to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been better. It yeah. would have been better. <laughs> Amy, can't you see? Yeah, but uh, sadly... Turned down by both of them. Not, oh. not that uh, Hoosie Google What's-His-Face necessarily did a terrible job. What else is he being in? Um, yep. Well, his name is Doug Sheehan, uh, for Doug those interested. Sheehan. Uh, and his filmography uh, includes... Ah, Knott's Landing. Oh, he was Sabrina's father in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, yeah. Ah. Mm. I thought I just knew him from something. Mm. He sure was. I've seen him as... He's in Clueless as well. Oh, he's the teacher, in, one of the teachers in Clueless. He was in an episode of Charlie's Angels, the episode Angels Ahoy. Oh. He was in Columbo. Oh, oh, which Columbo? He was in, he played Riley oh, in 1993. That guy. And there's just one more He was more in MacGyver. Thing. He played Jack Chandler in MacGyver. Okay, so He's yeah. a TV dude. Well. Big uh, TV dude. He was in Cheers. Yeah. I mean, look, he was fine. It was just the character was a bit, ugh. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, and that's the trivia. That's all. Wow, <laughs> you know, it wasn't a lot of it. But you know, he was famous I'm go enough on that website to... and add some more trivia. Yeah, yeah. He was famous enough to appear on the Arsenio Hall show as himself. So oh. he must have been a good, a good character yeah, in something. Doing, he was doing all right. He was well, well he was done. On him. Arsenio. Uh, but that, I'm afraid. Is basically it. There isn't really much else we can no. really say about this have film. Have we made uh, an episode? Out oh, of we've this? made time. Oh, okay, good. But, right. uh, yeah. So long as we've fulfilled the designated time period, that's all I've been contracted to do. Well, the thing is, is I could. this literally could be 10 minutes. We, we never manage it. It's, it's all, we always manage to hit at least a solid half hour. And we've well and truly covered that. So right. well done, everybody. It's a Christmas miracle. God bless us. Uh, it's time for us to score the film. Mm-hmm. And Tegan, it was your first time watching A Mom for Christmas. Yeah. And your face dropped like a sack of bricks <laughs> as, as uh, you realise this question's coming your way. <laughs> what score would you give A Mom for Christmas out of 10? Um, look, it's just a, it's a non-event. It was not unpleasant. It was lovely watching it with friends. Mm. Um, I'm going to give it three dead mums out of 10. <sighs> dead mums? That's a lot of dead mums. That's a lot. That's too many dead mums. Uh, what about yourself, Shane? I think for a certain audience, that movie would be absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm giving it five faceless granite mannequins. <laughs> Still pretty horrifying as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's not great. It, it definitely isn't great. There are a lot of issues. It's kind of fun, though. Like the, There are bits of it that are a yeah. little bit fun. Um, definitely a watch with friends film i would mm. say i think i would have had a much worse time had i 
had to watch this by myself. Yeah. Um, or or watch it as a child in the 90s. Yeah. If you can. If you can, yeah. On TV with ad breaks. Yeah. Yeah, because those ad breaks are still in there. They are. <laughs> you yeah, can yeah. tell where they are. It's so great. Um, but yeah, it's... Look, it's fine. It's not... It's, it, I, I'm, I'm just prefacing it because it's going to get a low score. Yeah. But I know sometimes anything below a five, people tend to go, well, ah, it, it can never be watched. I'm like, it, it can be watched. Yeah, it totally it's, can. It's just... It's a bit shit, but not enough for it to be like, never watch this film. Oh, my goodness. Well, you don't have to watch it. Yeah. yeah, there's no there's no reason to watch this movie yeah, other yeah. than doing this podcast. Yeah, or basically. being home from school, or if you're a fan of Doris Roberts. Yeah, yeah, or but it's fine. Olivia's so, songs. Yeah, three. She does a soundtrack. We haven't John talked songs. about the soundtrack. I mean, it was a bit the ooh over synth. Yeah, it was it was a bit of a low rent Xanadu, to be honest. It was. It was. It wasn't very good. Uh, but I'm, I, I'm going to give it three. Resurrections of Santa Claus out of 10. <laughs> oh, it cool. was... Because um, that was the best bit, kind of because it was the worst bit. When all the limbs kind of backed on back onto the, the body. Yeah. It was both like kind of cool and very creepy. I it, wish it, there was like a mannequin necronomicon or yeah. something like that. That brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, Tegan I hope. And Shane. Everyone listening, <laughs> whatever your Christmas wish is, I hope you get your equivalent of a mum for Christmas. Yes. It, it, was, it was a real... It was a real joy. Hold on to her. Getting to do And this. she will come real. Uh, Shane, thank you so much for suggesting Hard. this. Thanks. It's my pleasure. And uh, yeah, um, Tegan, thank you for enduring. Thanks. And uh, for those of you listening at home, thank you for joining us. Um, Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry, Merry Christmas indeed. Um, we've reviewed quite a few different Christmas films. Like what? Oh, well, back Yeah, in... name eight of them. Oh, okay. Uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. Stop there. Love Actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Die Hard. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one mm. that was worse than this, which was Scrooged. Mm. Um, just in my opinion, not a fan of Scrooged. <laughs> not a Christmas movie. Uh, Die Hard. Scrooged is not no, a... <laughs> Die Hard. It's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> um, Home Alone 1. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's not eight. That's no, five. So that's far. five. What else have we done? Also, Die Hard doesn't count. It's not a yes, Christmas it does. Movie, so. Um... Action movie set during oh, the um, period. It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah. Yep. Christmas Story. I did that one. Um, the Long Kiss Goodnight. Oh, yeah. We did that for Christmas, yeah. I think. Sure. So, yeah. You did. Um, and. You did Muppets Christmas Carol, didn't you? Yeah, you it was the first one. Yeah. Because it's the best one. Yeah. And The Adams Family, which starts with the Christmas Carol scene. Yeah. There's some others that are definitely more Christmassy than that, but they're the ones I can remember off the top of my head. But you don't need to remember them off the top of your head, listener. You can just go back to our back catalogue and find them. No, but what about me and Tegan? What are we supposed to do? Well, you can go to Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, search for the Cinema Catch-Up Club, subscribe while you're there, and then go through the back catalogue. There's almost 300 episodes, as you can probably tell by the fact we're doing A Mom for Christmas. (sighs) We're running out of films. Yes, we need them to make more. Quick, Quick, Shane, mention another film for us to do. Okay. Have you done the film Demonic Toys? No. Put it on your list. Okay. It's one of the best bad horror films of all time. It's good. Okay. It's going on the list. Demonic Toys. Demonic Toys. Uh, We also have a Facebook page. I want to mention Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, that's a good one. So that can be our next Christmas film. Okay. Well, they're both on the list. We'll see if you're naughty and nice over the next 12 months. Write it down. Okay. 
Silent. And don't uh, cut this. I want people to. Deadly. He's not writing. Write no. it properly. Yeah, this yeah, is just me making writing sound effects into yeah. my microphone. Yeah, this is definitely all going in, Tegan. It's all going in. Thank you. That's he's my not, Christmas wish. He's not recorded any of this. We have a Facebook page. Uh, you can search for us there. You can get news and updates. Um, Full nudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tasteful nudes. Tasteful, tasteful nudes of Shane Tasty Adams. Tasty nudes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He'll, just... he'll, he'll provide them. Wang. Sure. And uh, finally, there's our Patreon. Uh, Go to patreon.com forward slash CCUC podcast. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can make your own little Christmas wishes of your own and see if they come true or not. I can't guarantee that I can bring mannequins to life, though. Have you made enough off Patreon to pay us yet for this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What? What? Huh? Huh? Stephen, where are you going? Because that Uh, was on YouTube, so you didn't have to pay for the... Yeah, but I, I have YouTube bread, so... YouTube bread. YouTube bread. Oh, red. Yeah. <laughs> I also have YouTube bread. YouTube bread? It's like, like for money? Like YouTube money? No, no, it's just, it's all the bread channels, but oh, they're behind a paywall. Oh, bread channels. I'm yeah. celiac. That, that's why you don't know about yeah. them. That's all for this week. We hope you have a wonderful have fun editing Chris, this, by the way. <laughs> it's just going up as a stream. That's it's, it's, Oh, God. It's, it's Christmas. Everyone's going to be drunk and full of turkey or whatever they've eaten to get themselves full to forget the world they're just gonna be listening to this going like oh yeah sure is this a dream yeah it's a it's a holiday fever dream as as is fitting uh for both this film and the time of year mm. but that is all for this week uh, happy holidays to you all out there and until next time goodbye bye i wish i had a mum for christmas with this olivia newton job I'll be your mum for Christmas I will be your mum for Christmas Just give me a weird necklace And Doris Roberts will Feather dust on your face She's dead as well That's cool, she's dead You have been listening to a Thought Jar Productions podcast. For more information, please visit thoughtjarproductions.com.